Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I give honor to God the Father, His Son Jesus, who is the head of my life, and the Holy Spirit. I thank God for being a child of God in these days. What a privilege, praise God. Let's go to Matthew, the fifth chapter, starting at the 13th verse. We've been talking about light and salt, as far as the child of God being light and salt in this present world. Now, Jesus is saying, starting at verse 13, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his Savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Now, salt had many uses in the, in the Bible. It was very important. I just want to read you a little bit of about what um, salt did, the uses of salt, which were very important in the Word of God. It actually had a significant place in the Hebrew worship. It was included in the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the incense offering of incense. It was part of the temple offering that included salt as well. It was also used to ratify covenants, uh, newborn babies were rubbed with salt in the belief that this promoted good health. And during the times of war, the enemy's lands were sown with salt to render them barren. And in Roman times, salt was an important item of trade and was even used for money. Roman soldiers received part of their salary in salt. And Jesus in this verse describes to his disciples, uh, being the salt of the earth, urging them to imitate the usefulness of salt. That's what the Lord is after. That the born-again believer imitate or exhibit the usefulness of salt while in the earth. Now he says that if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and be, be trodden under the foot of man, men. Now, that word savor means to become insipid, which means tasteless, lacking in qualities that interest, stimulate, or challenge, or to lose its effectiveness. It also means, it also says that it becomes, it, it lost its flavor as well, having lost the ability to make thirsty for spiritual truth or to preserve from further corruption. That is what we're to do as children of God, 
while in the earth. We are to be a preservative for the earth. Praise God. It also says, and I'm, I'm reading the definition of the Greek, what it means to lose its savor. Also means to become foolish. That's what it, that's what it says here too. In Mark, the ninth chapter, the 50th verse, I mentioned that we're to have, excuse me, that Jesus said that we're to have salt in ourselves. And what that means to have salt in ourselves means to be prudent, to have prudence, which means the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. It also means sagacity or shrewdness. But let's look at that word sagacity because I needed to look that up myself. It means the quality of being sagacious, which means keen and sense of perception, keen and farsighted penetration and judgment. It also means discerning, caused by or indicating acute discernment. That's what it means to be sagacious. So we need to be sagacious and shrewd in management of affairs, skill and good judgment in the use of resources, and caution or circumspect as to danger or risk. That's what we're to have in ourselves as being children of God. Praise God. What it comes down to in Mark, uh, the ninth chapter, verse 50, it means that Christ's followers are to be permeated with preserving power, which influences the world for good and to season, meaning to create in creating a thirst for truth. And if you notice, anytime we use even table salt, it's a change agent. See, this is what Jesus is, is trying to get across to us as children of God. We're to be change agents. Even when we use table salt and sprinkle it on anything, it changes whatever is sprinkled on. It, it changes the taste. So we're to have an effectiveness within ourselves. You know, something else the Holy Ghost taught me just recently what season means. He said, it, as it relates to having salt in ourselves, it also means to having the ability or grace to be instrumental in development of other people. Praise God. That's what the Lord wants for us as children of God to be instrumental in the development of other people and to be change agents, influences. Praise God. He goes on to say in verse 14, Jesus is still talking, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. That means that we are not to be um, oh, secret Christians. We're to be evident. A light, like a city that's set on a hill, is very evident. It cannot be hid. We're to stick out. When we enter the room, people should be able to say, there's something different about that person. That's something that different, you know. And some people will even change their behavior when born again, us as born again, behave, uh, excuse me, born again believers enter the room because they themselves can see the light. Sometimes the world can... Actually, not everyone, but sometimes the world can be more respectful um, to us as born-again believers than the life of respect that we choose to live. Not everyone in the world and not every born-again believer. But I'm just saying, um, 
you know, sometimes it's really evident that they tend, sometimes seems like they know more about us than some of us know about ourselves as what is as far as what is uh, um, like to be a child of God. Praise God. In verse 15, Jesus says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. And that's the way our life should be. You know, we don't, we don't um, hide it under a bushel. We should give light, it, as what I just read in regard to being salt, that combines with light. We should give light to the house. We should give light to a room. Praise God. Let's go to Colossians, the fourth chapter. And I want you to, to um, keep something in mind while I'm going to Colossians. That if we are children of light, we to be just that. Because if we are like the world, which are, we are either children of light or children of darkness, the Bible lets us know that, how can darkness lead darkness? How can darkness show the way to darkness? It's light that shows the way in darkness. Colossians 4, verse 5, in my conclusion today, it says, Walk in wisdom toward them that are without them that are without are the world. Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time, meaning to take advantage of the time that we have, making the most of our day. Verse 6, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. We are to be that light and that salt to the world. Child of God, praise God. Uh, people, have you ever um, heard this saying? Uh, I, I thank you for shedding light on that situation. That should be us, praise God. Not saying that the world is not intelligent because there are some very intelligent people in the world. Yet we, uh, all people, should be the ones that people are saying that about. I thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an anti-ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God. Restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. And let them that are thirst come, let them take the water of life freely. Spirit of Life Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you'd like to be a blessing to the ministry, donations can be made through the Giveify app. To contact the ministry, send all correspondence to Spirit of Life Ministries. P.O. Box 210081, Milwaukee, Wisconsin 53221. Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.